Welcome to the 21 News Podcast. I'm Madison Tromler. Tonight, President Donald Trump and Democratic Joe Biden go head-to-head in the final presidential debate. Today, I interviewed Valley Congressman Tim Ryan and Trump campaign spokesperson Hogan Gidley on what each candidate needs to do to win. Take a listen. I'm joined now with Congressman Tim Ryan. Thank you so much, Congressman, for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So as we know, tonight is the final presidential debate. It's a big one. The races are tightening up. We are seeing a little national lead for Biden. But really tonight, you know, some may say this is his moment. So what do you think Biden needs to do or say tonight to really prove himself to undecided voters? I think just be steady. I think there's a lot of chaos in the country right now, a lot of anxiety in the country And if he can project himself as being calm, which I think he will, being focused, which I think he will, I think that's going to go a long way to assuring the American people that he can get the job and help take the temperature down. Whether you're talking about the coronavirus issue, the economic issue, uh, the violence, you know, whatever it is, I think that projection is going to be very, very important for Joe Biden. And that's who he is. So I expect that that's what the American people will see tonight. Right. And, you know, when when we're talking about how they want to make some changes tonight, they want to mute the mics, things yeah. like that. How, what, how do you think that's going to change the debate tonight? Do you think it's going to really help the American people be able to make their decision a little more clearer? Yeah, I, I, I imagine so. I mean, you're going to be able to actually hear the answer uninterrupted. Uh, and as someone who has done this, there's nothing worse than getting interrupted in the middle of a, of a thought that you're having that you want to share with the American people. So I think it's going to be a clear debate. I think uh, Vice President Biden is going to be able to get out his plan, his plans uh, uh, around the covid virus, uh, around, uh, you know, the economy and, and those kind of things. And I think it's going to be very, very helpful that uh, the president won't be able to interrupt. Right. And who do you think tonight Biden really needs to target? Who do you think are maybe the undecided voters who you think he really needs to make sure that they hear him? I think two groups mainly. I I think um, women are uh, very much open to voting for Biden, very much supportive of Biden, including Republican women. I think he needs to assure them uh, that he's going to play this down the middle, that he's not an extremist, that he's a middle of the road person. Uh, in that he's sensible, that he listens, that he cares. Uh, I think that's going to go a long way with women. And I think with men, uh, you know, especially uh, working class men, white, black or brown, I mean, that maybe went over and voted for Trump. I think a real plan around the economy. I think he needs to explain how he's going to continue to invest into the electric vehicles and the batteries and the charging stations and all these new economy jobs that will bring manufacturing jobs back to communities like ours. I think if men hear that who have worked in industry in the industrial Midwest, I think that's going to be enough for them to come over and vote for Biden as well. And what do you think voters right here in the Mahoning Valley really want to hear from Biden and will need to hear to secure a vote for him? I think two things, get, get your arms around the virus, you know, enough of the politicization of the, uh, of the virus and the masks and all that, like he's going to bring some real common sense to that. 
I think the Valley wants to hear that. We don't need big lockdowns and all that, but just some consistency and messaging for the nation, I think is going to be really important. So he needs to get through that threshold, get over that threshold and then having a real plan. I mean, what Joe Biden's economic plan, he needs to talk about that a lot tonight because his plan aligns with our local plan that we've had in place now for years. I mean, his his agenda around uh, expanding the manufacturing of electric vehicles, of batteries, of charging stations, um, new energy economy, um, we're additive manufacturing. We're doing all that here. And so his national message aligns with ours. He just needs to make sure everybody knows that it aligns with ours. And I think if he does, he's going to do very, very well tonight. And he's going to do very, very well in the election in the Mahoning Valley. And looking into tonight, what are your kind of predictions? What do you think? You know, it's the last one. We do know the other one was canceled. The mics will be muted. Um, new moderator, Kristen Welker. What do you what are your predictions? <laughs> uh, yeah, my only prediction is it's going to be unpredictable. I mean, that something will happen. I'm not sure what it's going to be. I mean, having the mics uh, turned off when the other person is talking is really going to limit the ability to disrupt. And I think President Trump needs to disrupt because he is behind in the polls. The die's kind of been cast with him. The virus hasn't been good in his response. So he has to do something to shake the race up. But if they're turning the mic off when you're not talking, that only leaves accusations and, and, and throwing barbs out while you have time. So I would expect Trump to say a lot of things that are outrageous tonight. Um, and, and Biden, if he handles them properly, it's actually an opportunity to, to communicate to the American people that he's steady, he's focused. And even if you're getting attacked, you're not going to get thrown off course. And that kind of brought up another point is I know last time they did say there were a lot more interruptions on President Trump's end, but now he'll most likely have the floor to himself. He'll be able to speak for the, his entire duration. Do you think he's really going to do a good job with that and follow through with his points and um, really make sure that people hear his message? I think so. I mean, I heard him last week on CNN where he was able to speak and I thought he did a fantastic job, especially talking to seniors about protecting Medicare and, and preserving Social Security, these kind of things that uh, could be on the chopping block if, if he's not elected. I think he's going to have an opportunity to explain those and he does it. He does it in a, in a very good way. Uh, so I think he's going to do great tonight. I think this is going to be a good format for him. And I think the microphone piece means he's not going to get interrupted and you just are going to be a lot more comfortable. Whoever, whatever happens, I mean, whoever it was up there, you're just going to be a little more comfortable if you know you're not going to get interrupted, uh, just naturally be able to get your message out. So I think that's going to give him more confidence. And uh, I think it's going to be a great debate tonight. Is there anything else, anything else you want to add? Is there anything brought up maybe by President Trump do you think might hurt Biden of the topics that are going to be brought up tonight? Well, I think the vice or I think uh, President Trump is, is going to try to go after Hunter Biden. He's going to try to bring up the Ukrainian stuff. He's going to bring up all this stuff that he's been trying to bring up now for the last probably 18 months. And uh, I think the vice president will be ready for that. Uh, but, you know, I think the American people are, especially with a, a week and a half left before the election, are, are saying, look, tell us what you're going to do with your second term. Uh, stop trying to throw mud. And I think that could hurt Trump, too. But again, he's got to try to shake up the race somehow. So we'll see what happens. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow and report back what exactly happened tonight. 
That's right. Thank you so much, Congressman Tim Ryan. I really appreciate it. And we're now joined with Mr. Hogan Gidley, and you are a President Trump campaign spokesperson. Correct. I'm the National Press Secretary for the Trump re-election campaign. Thanks so much for being here today. We are, as you know, less than two weeks away from the election. Millions of voters cast their votes early. And by many average of polls, not only we're seeing President Trump is behind, but he's behind in places that traditionally he wouldn't be. So tonight for both candidates, but especially I would say President Trump, this is his last real pitch. They're going head to head. What does he need to accomplish tonight? Well, they've got a lot of pitches still left. I mean, let's be honest, this president goes to more towns and cities and states in a single week than Joe Biden goes in an entire year. I would also quibble over those numbers. I mean, in fact, we expected large turnout for early voting. I mean, in 2016, 40% of the people in this country voted early. It's going to be a lot more this time because of a global pandemic uh, that's affected this country in a really negative way. But Democrats have been out in full force telling everyone to go vote early. They couldn't vote uh, out of their homes. They had to stay inside and do those, do those votes from there. But even places like uh, Michigan, for example, where you see a, a prediction for an 80-20 split, 80% of Democrats will be voting early compared to 20% Republican, it's closer to 50-50. Republicans are ready to get out there and vote. They're excited. They're enthusiastic. They know we just had four years of peace and prosperity. They want four more. Not to mention the fact the latest Gallup poll shows 56% of Americans believe they're better off today than they were four years ago. That's the simple question Ronald Reagan asked on that debate stage decades ago. Even Joe Biden had to concede, well, I guess those folks should vote for President Trump. This president has done more to improve the lives of all Americans in 47 months than Joe Biden has done in 47 years. I am most certain that's going to be part of the conversation tonight on that debate stage. Joe Biden's in a fix. He can't point backwards to something he did in the past because everything he did shuttered manufacturing plants and crushed the American worker, killed American jobs, uh, destroyed American companies. Uh, And he can't point forward to something he would do because it's all radical socialist things, Green New Deals that would kill 10 and a half million energy jobs, open borders, flooding the the job market with cheap labor by giving tens of millions of illegal aliens amnesty and making us give them free health care. When you take a look at what Donald Trump has done with a record-setting economy, uh, high unemployment at record levels for African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American women employed like they'd never been before, that's something we can point to as a tangible positive result that this president was able to accomplish that Joe Biden never could. And that's something on the debate stage, I believe, that that we're going to hear quite a bit about tonight. Got it. Excuse me. I also want to point out um, a recent poll that I heard about, um, a Quinnipiac poll in Texas that's showing um, that it's super, super neck to neck. I'm seeing that Biden may be ahead there. So what do you think What do you think President Trump really needs to act like tonight and do tonight or say tonight to win over some undecided voters, maybe sway some people who voted for Trump in 2016? I know we have voters like that in the Valley who are now going to be voting for Trump. What does he need to do tonight? 
Well, again, I would quibble over those numbers. Internally, we're ahead in, in Texas by far. We don't have to worry about that state so much because the president has been able to deliver, making us energy independent, making us a net exporter of energy for the first time in decades. So states like Texas and Pennsylvania love that because it, it creates jobs and it, it really does uh, wonders for the state's economy as well. Uh, Ohio, Wisconsin, Nevada, we're looking really good in those states. Everything is trending in our right uh, right direction. You see massive numbers of people actually registering as Republicans as opposed to Democrats. Those gaps are shrinking in those states. And Donald Trump won those states last time. Remember, he fundamentally changed uh, the electoral map, winning states that Republicans hadn't won in decades. We expect to hold those states and maybe even pick off a few surprises with Nevada and, and many, uh, Minnesota, uh, places that traditionally go Democrat. But your question was about, um, what was the? I asked, um, yeah. No, what is you it? For, uh, I just, what do you think he really needs to, I know there's a lot of his supporters who they, they like the way President Trump acts. A lot Got of it. people support him, his strong personality. What yeah. do you think tonight, though, for maybe the yeah. people who, you know, are undecided. How do you think he needs to act on that that debate stage? How does his personality need to play out tonight? Uh, Are there people watching this who may or may not like every tweet? Probably. Are there people watching this who may or may not like everything the president says? Possibly. But the fact is that strength, that toughness, that persona got us trade deals that actually benefit American workers for the first time in decades. Joe Biden couldn't do that. This president's style got us a peace deal in the Middle East that made the world a safer place. This president's style and language rebuilt the military, defeated ISIS, brought home hostages at a record rate. Joe Biden couldn't do any of that. He got us tax cuts. He got record high employment for African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American, and women. That toughness was able to take the promises he made in 2016 and actually keep those promises by the time we get to 2020. Joe Biden has a record of promising things he can never deliver on. In fact, the things he did do crushed the American worker. So Washington, D.C. is full of politicians who have been pledging to do things for a long time but couldn't get them done. Donald Trump changed all of that. 2016, was about the promises he made. 2020 is about the promises he kept. And those promises that he he delivered on have benefited and improved the lives of all Americans. That's something you're going to hear on the debate stage tonight. So you would say his kind of strength and kind of the the persona that he's he's built up these last four years is something that you think will help him tonight? Well, I think it's important to point out, excuse me, it's important to point out that there may be people who don't like all of the things that the president tweets about or all the things that the president says, but you can't argue with results. The country is better off today because of Donald Trump's policies. They've improved the lives of all Americans. Go back and look at our, our convention. We had real Americans, not Hollywood, mind you, like the Democrats. We had the heartland. People telling their stories of how this president's policies made it easier for them to put food on the table and clothes on their kids' backs. Forget the style. Focus on the substance. 
the actual promises that he kept to the American people, improving lives uh, for everyone, regardless of race, religion, color, or creed. That's the mark of this president. Four years of peace and prosperity, four years of safety and security. That can be continued into the next four years if people get out and vote for this president. And when we're talking about the substance and and really the main topics that they're going to be discussing tonight, who do you think President Trump needs to target tonight? Um, And what kind of topics do you think are going to be the most important for voters to hear? Maybe even voters here locally in the Valley in Ohio. What do you think? What do you think he's going to have to say and who does he have to target? Well, look, I think there are a few things that are going to be discussed tonight. Sadly, foreign policy was kind of taken off the table. Not surprising. This president has record-setting success on the global stage. Um, Let's look at a few things he's been able to accomplish. A peace deal in the Middle East. No one thought that was possible. He's drawing down troop levels, getting us out of foreign wars. He hasn't started a war, something no president in my lifetime has been able to tout. And all of a sudden, we see this information coming in from China and Ukraine that Joe Biden actually knew about a potential money laundering scheme, could have been part of it. People on the record now saying Joe Biden is corrupt and part of this cabal that his family had worked so hard to build up. So it's no wonder they took foreign policy off the stage, especially when you consider that the Secretary of Defense for Joe Biden, when he was in the White House, said for 40 years, every single foreign policy decision Joe Biden has made has been wrong. I guarantee you that's going to come up tonight. I guarantee you the corruption of the Biden family will come up tonight. But it's more than just that. It's about making people's lives better. That instance of corruption is problematic for a lot of voters. But what does it do to help you in your regular, everyday, average life? This president, with the trade deal that he renegotiated, got rid of that horrible Joe Biden-supported NAFTA and created USMCA for our farmers and ranchers and manufacturers. I mean, Joe Biden lost 250,000 manufacturing jobs when he was in the White House. This president has already got back close to 650,000 of those jobs. That's a record that nobody thought possible. In fact, it was Joe Biden who said, you need a magic wand to bring all those back. Turns out the magic wand was Donald Trump. He's delivered on manufacturing jobs. He's protected our farmers. You know, I was with him in France and I watched when China had balked at the last minute on a massive agriculture buy they were supposed to supposed to do. And the president didn't bat an eye. He went to Japan instead, got Prime Minister Abe in a room and they hammered out a deal to protect our farmers so that those ag purchases, uh, you know, could, could, could actually be accomplished. And, and making sure that this country is able to fuel itself feed itself and fight for itself is, is something Donald Trump is focused on. And with our unleashing of the energy industry, we can sure fuel ourselves. Rebuilding the mil- military, we can sure fight for ourselves. And the fact he's protected farmers and gotten trade deals that actually benefit them, we can feed ourselves. That's a record of success that Donald Trump has that Joe Biden just simply doesn't. And finally, you know, if you were President Trump, um, what what would you mostly focus on tonight? What are the biggest things that you think tonight, um, despite everything you've already told me that he should really focus on, but what are the maybe the top big things that you think he needs to do tonight to win this debate and maybe even win the election? Well, look, I think it comes down to choices. Elections are about choices. And which candidate has been able to deliver for the American people? 
all Americans have seen their lives improved because of President Trump's policies. We've seen nothing but failure from Joe Biden. The president needs to point that out, and I'm pretty certain he's going to, because it's time to cut through the clutter, not use the filter of the mainstream media to get out that message, but instead deliver it directly to the citizens out there watching this tonight. And I have to say, no mute button is big enough to cover up 47 years of failure for Joe Biden. No plexiglass is thick enough that he can hide behind to, to prevent the American people from seeing Joe Biden exposed for half of a century of, of failed policies in elected office. So the president has a great opportunity tonight. I think he's going to execute on it very well, pointing out the fact that Joe Biden is part of the establishment. He's been there for 47 years. He's been promising to do things he's never been able to accomplish. He's funded by Wall Street. He's funded uh, by the big hedge funds. Uh, he's funded by Park Avenue. He's got billionaires in Florida trying to buy votes, getting people out of jail so that they can go vote uh, for, for Joe Biden. That's a serious difference. Despite the fact that Donald Trump is, in fact, the president of the United States, he's still an outsider. He's still an underdog. He still has to fight against the deep state and so many in the mainstream media and an establishment that is so angry at Donald Trump. They don't love Joe Biden. They just hate Donald Trump because he's taken all the power out of Washington, D.C. and given it right back to the American people. They're furious about that. That's why they continue to attack him. He's the only one standing between the establishment and the folks willing to sell our jobs to other nations and the American people. He's the one who's been protecting us for the last four years. He can protect us for the next four as well. All right, Mr. Gidley. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I actually have one more question, though. This isn't a part right. of... Um, I, I just wanted to ask you about, um, we heard some sources that Donald Trump Jr. is planning to stop in the Youngstown area next week. Did you hear anything about that? I'm not going to get ahead of any schedule we may or may not release, but I can tell you if the president's not going to be in a certain part of the country, we're blanketing the country with, with um, you know, the vice president doing virtual events and in person. We're sending out the first family all over the country as well. Our um our coalitions, Latinos for Trump, Black Voices for Trump, Women for Trump are going to be out too. So I don't want to get too far ahead of the schedule, but know that between now and Election Day, there'll be a lot, uh, a, a lot more visits from, from folks on this campaign and potentially the president uh, in your state. All right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you sometime in the future. Thanks so much.